Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. Yes, indeed. We're back. The Basement Friday podcast, you know, baddest podcast on the land. But, you know, <laughs> we try to go for 100 grand. If you guys, if you guys will understand. Look at that, man. I'm a freaking rapper out here. <laughs> I'm a rapper out here. I got balls for days. This is some Delic Joe's. Hey, man, it's your Aaron. I say it's your Aaron. It's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti, but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> ah, damn, man. You guys already know, man, right here every Friday, you guys come to listen, listen with us, man. Y'all join us. Y'all give us y'all feedbacks. Y'all, you know, we got Q&As. We got all that different. We got all that good stuff, all the different topics, you know what I mean? Everything that's going on, man. First and foremost, before I alley who went back to my man Aaron, shout out to my pride apparel because you know I got my red, my red hoodie on today. Got support black and old business, protect black women at all costs. I got a red one and a black one, black queens. Y'all know I love y'all. Let's get into it, baby. <laughs> and, look, I'm slow and look, I messed up at the beginning. I was like, it's yours, but look, look. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, you know. I ain't gonna lie. Look, I am yours, you know. I'm yours, you know. I'm I'm there for the people, you know. We here, for, we here. The people's champ. And I'm your. We stab that. I'm here for the people. Most electrifying podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we are here for the people. Nah, but let, let's get into our five minute rant. See, a lot happened this week, man. So much happened this week. Go ahead, my brother. I'm gonna let you go ahead and rock the mic first. So, so I gotta give a little tidbits of everything. First thing first, shout out to uh on the wrestling side. We got another black champ. Shout Uh-oh, out black, black people winning again. <laughs> shout out to uh Bobby Lashley winning the WWE championship. Black excellence, you know. We, we 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 got people doing the thing, doing the thing. Another thing I want to get into is man, quite a bit been happening this week. I just had a thought. Go ahead, speak on it. I just had a thought. So you know how a lot of people are like, okay, we're taking Aunt Jemima picture mm-hmm. off, we're taking Uncle Ben's picture off. Oh, I no, just had a thought. What they do now? Speak on it. So I noticed people are taking it off in the name of racism. Mm-hmm. But we have white faces who are standing on the box. Pretty much. So correct me if I'm wrong, which anybody can feel free to do, you know, inbox DMs open. So is this a kind of backwards ploy to take all the black people off boxes so we only see white people? I mean, first of all, like like I always say, Aaron, man, and you already know how I feel about it. They don't want to see black people win. They don't want to see, they don't want black people to be great. You know, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, hey, all I can tell you is this. If y'all touch famous Amos, we gonna have a problem. <laughs> we are going to have a problem if you touch famous Amos. But first of all, brother, you Aaron, you know, you know, first of all, guys, and I want y'all to I want y'all to uh QA and speak on how y'all feel about it. But 
at the end of the day, when it comes to stuff, when it comes to stuff about like stuff like this, how I feel about it is simply this, man. They be like we 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 make we make America we make America money, bro. Black people black people are profitable. Like they can like if we stick a black person on this, it's gonna make money. We can sell this in the urban community. Viewers, what do y'all think about that? Am I right or what's what's y'all take on it? I feel like they be just making stuff so they can sell to black people, so they can sell to the viewers, so they can sell to an urban market, because. Like, let's be real. Or certain stuff, certain stuff. Like, you, you from the hood, I'm from the hood. We all know these things. Certain stuff just ain't gonna sell in the hood. Certain stuff just not gonna make it. So that's why they can be like, mm, we might gotta stick a black face on there. This is how we can get an urban, an urban demographic. <laughs> what do you like, think about that, Ernst? Speak on. Like, they're taking all the black faces off. You know, I, I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just calling like I see it. You know, they're saying, oh, it's racist. Yeah, all the Black faces are being removed. See, Nobody else is being removed. And see, we already made them enough money, though. Because, again, how long Aunt Jemima's been around? How long Uncle Ben's rights been around? You know what I mean? Like, they they didn't cake. Like, the people that made Aunt Jemima cert, the people that made Uncle Ben's rice, they caking. They caked they cake because it was a black face on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now that they now that they don't need it no more, they just like they're like, oh like, oh, like cause let, let's be real. Let's be real. And I want I want your opinion on this one, right? I want your opinion. If this is all about racism, right? Aunt Jemima came out in the 40s. So racism was 10 times worse back then than it is now. It's 10 times worse. So I need your perspective on Earn. Why they didn't change it back then, but why they want to change it now? I, I I do you want better. You remember in the nineties how everything was getting so pro-black, we were moving towards that uh situation. So not only did they have the opportunity to take it off in the 60s, they also had the opportunity to take it off in the 90s. Mm. Mm. Why and do you think they ain't take this, why why do they ain't take it off in the 90s then? Because they wasn't caring about it now. This this all political. This ain't got nothing to do with racism. That's all political. So from a political standpoint, the uh, we know the world is based on like politics, political, which I find is a bunch of BS anyway. I'm just saying. But the only thing I can tell you is this though. Why like okay, if we want if we're gonna take racist the racist part out and we're gonna throw politics in the mix. Why was why wasn't it political back in the day when Aunt Jemima first came out and Uncle Ben's rice came out? Why is it why is it more political now than it was back then? Because again, back in the 40s and stuff, we couldn't even go in places, we couldn't even do certain things. So now it's a like they like, let's make a cert brand with a black lady on it, and then now you want to wait like 60-something years later down the road. Ah, let's take uh, all these all these shootings, all these uh, all these black people getting killed. Let's take the let's take the black lady off the syrup bottle. Right, like what does that so, have to do with syrup? So my question to you is, what whether it's racism, whether it's politics, why the hell does it matter more now than it do? And, and like everybody, like everybody listening, I want y'all tuning, I want y'all chiming as well. Why does it matter more now than it do than, than it did back then? 
like, like, imagine, you know, and I'm not making fun of this, but I'm just saying, imagine, (laughs) (laughs) imagine, man, black people really going through it, man. The first course of action, man, that dude that, that dude that take care of the rice, we got to get him off. Uncle Ben's, you got to go. Second course of action, syrup. We got to tackle syrup. This is a big problem in the community. Aunt Jemima, your pancakes, your syrup, pack your bags. You got to go. We have so much to deal with in the community. So much real problems. So many real problems to deal with. You know, that comes with equality, racism, and justice. And we're worrying about food. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, food is essential. (laughs) So, you know, I I I personally don't understand. I I personally don't understand. Like I said, I know we we in a time where it's all about black. We in the black. We in the black movement. We in the black. You know, man. We we pro black. We trying to like we trying to keep trying to keep the neighborhoods black. We trying to keep everything black. We black. We black people. We need our damn respect. We need our damn props. Goddammit. But it took y'all all this time to. Y'all like y'all made millions off a of black lady face. Y'all made millions off a of black man face, and now all of a sudden it gets political to where like, oh, oh, we need to take them off the box, or oh, we need to take them off the bottle. Man, that's a bunch of bulls. <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. No. Uh-uh. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear political. Because if, if that's political, hell, old Funkadelic is political. <laughs> I'm political. That's not political. That's as stupid as hell, personally. But you it know. Ma- it makes no sense, but we, we live in a clown world. Nothing makes sense. Hey, I know I'm li- They don't want me to run president, so I, I guess my, my brain for politics, <laughs> I guess I got cut short real quick, though. But, hey, I know one place I can be real political. That's right, he on the podcast, though. <laughs> Each and every Friday. <laughs> but, nah, man, my week has been pretty chill for the most part, man. I ain't really do nothing um, too special. I mean, I I try to stay off my feet because, Lord have mercy, man. I don't know how everybody else feel about it, but I can speak on it, man. Man, y'all came home, y'all came home from work, and y'all got them, y'all got them blisters at the bottom of your feet, man. Them jones hurt. You be you be you be at work like because I work I work five days consecutively, so I don't really get a chance to like really rest my feet up a little bit, man. So I've been working since I. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, this man, ah. you, you need some doctor shows or something? I don't know, man. Like it's just it's just again standing up for twelve hours a day, and I know some people probably. And I've heard a lot of people say this over, over the years. They were like, I couldn't do your job. You right. You can't do my job. Because I've been doing this for seven long years. Okay. I didn't have to, I didn't have to, I didn't wore some of the worst of worst shoes to the comfortable, comfortable. But standing up for 12 hours, eight plus hours, this ain't no cubicle job. This is you got to stand at the door. I, 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 I. I feel like a damn world, a world jogger, world sprint. So is on five. <laughs> God damn, man. This man, this man got a strong cast. They don't feel like it. 
They don't feel like it. God dang. I should be on that joke. I should be a track star. That joke. She's a runner. She's a track star. Who's saying about who? Ooh, Allison Phoenix, who? I'm telling you. I just now, stick a whole bowl on my calf. Just ah. Look, <laughs> look, look, look. Legs are still. Either you exercise or you stand. You gotta get in one way or another. They call me calves. <laughs> <laughs> nah. All right. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna get to our first topic, and we're gonna talk about. Unpaid internships. Now, a lot of people, I don't know if you had experience, you in the audience or us had experience with internships. I never worked an internship. I just went straight to work. But for those who experienced unpaid internships, it's been quite the talk around social media lately. And what we have is a discussion that we want to uh, open up you guys can feel free to chime in, whether it's DM or the comment section on our social media. But for those who are listening right now, what, what is your idea of uh, unpaid internships? Do you support it? Do you not support it? What's going on? We're going we to start with you, Sir Funkiness. Funkadelic now, Jones. Now, th- thank you. Thank you, America. Thank you. <laughs> now, when it comes to unpaid internships, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about it. I'm partially yes and partially no. Now I'm gonna start with a partially no per no part first. And the only reason why I'm saying is I don't work for free. <laughs> so with that being said, just like I can only imagine you going to a job. I mean, you can go into a job every day and you busting your ass every day and not getting the check. To me, that hurts. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, that hurts. Like, you and that joke, like, you filing papers, you you separating documents, you doing all this just to be like, good job today. <laughs> you, and your mind, you sitting there thinking like, I just busted like six, seven hours for a good job. Keep up the good work. This job. Man. I don't, I don't get paid enough. Oh, that's right. I don't get paid at all. God right. damn it! God damn it! <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna hoop to you before I before I get on the 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 pro part of it. I know that was a lot to come, but I'm gonna get on the pro side. But I'm gonna hoop to you, and I'm gonna let you tell your side of the story and how you feel about it, brother Aaron. The flow is yours. <laughs> I just want to know who lied to us and told us this was acceptable in the first place. <laughs> I just want to know who said, you know what? I understand you out of college and you want to get a job. Don't worry. The money's going to come later. Just focus on the work. They're going to know. They're going to realize you're such a hard worker. And one day they might hire you. Who lied and told us that? (laughs) That's all cap. Who lied? Because I see a whole bunch of people. (laughs) A whole lot of complaints. (laughs) about oh. internships not even paid and i just saw something on linkedin where they was like okay we're going to give you a 500 stipend at the end of the program not during but at the end of the program quick question though how long is the program they usually they say it's anywhere from like three to six months depending on how long the internship is three you you want me to wait 500 dollars but three you want me to wait for $500 for three to six months? 
Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. Internships are for people with mom and daddy money. That's that's what it is. You know, us from the hood, ain't no way we doing unpaid internships. You know, living in the DMV, Metro Accessible, all that uh, all that money's going to tally up. You know, especially if your uh, internship is during rush hour. <laughs> Man. Oh, but you get free lunch. Like, you don't even get perks half the time. They might let you eat in the cafeteria. They might let you have access to the game room, but you just there to work and not getting paid. Look, I even as a college student, I won't work for free. I, I don't know how they can do it, but I know you want to talk about the pros, so the flow is yours. Now, I know, I know, I know the negative sounds bad. And, and it sounds real stereotypical, like, oh, what y'all mean. You know, I know so it's gonna be one probably one or two people that's gonna probably be like, but what you mean? Like, you know, it's an internship. Now, here's where I'm getting on the positive side. Now, you guys are free to, you know, to y'all be basically free to give your feedback about it. That's cool. The only thing I can say about the positive side is it, it gets your foot in the door. And whatever, whatever job you try, whatever you're trying to do, it gets your foot in the door. So sometimes when you sometimes when you do whatever it is that you decide to do, sometimes you have to go down that road to just be like, I know I'm not getting paid to do this, but this is a field that I really want to get into. And if I network with the right people, I can get my foot in the door. Let's say when let's say like a college student that a college student fresh out of college, you know what I mean? Like that big time Fortune 500 company may be hard to get into. So maybe they got to do an intern to get, like, they got to do an internship just to get in the door. You know what I'm saying? Or like, or like, uh, or like, like, uh, like myself and yourself too. Like, me and you, me and you might got, like, if, if, if it's like a, fa- let's say, like, it's a famous radio show, right? And like, they need, like, a, I don't know, they like need, like, a little, a warm up show, like a, a, a B show warm up show. And they might come to us and be like, hey, yo, phone, yo, earn the basement Friday. You know, we want y'all to be our warm-up show for uh, this event we doing in Texas or this event we doing in Cali or this event we doing in wherever it's at. And they just be like, you guys go on for about like an hour and a half. Only problem is you guys are not getting paid. Now, I would like, will I be mad about that? Yeah, but at the same time, you got to look at it from the exposure. But the exposure. You got to look at it from the exposure part of it. Because it's kind of like, okay, I know we're not getting paid to do this. But this, just, think of, just think of getting our names out here and maybe a market we may not be in. We may not have fans in California. We may not have fans in New York. We may not have fans in Florida. But if we going to Florida... And being like a, a a B show for one of these main shows, that can just be like they're like, yeah, yo, I I, I rock. It. It, it may not be the main show. It may not be one of the main show people that that like us, but it may be somebody else in Florida be like, yo, that 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 the dog skin brother that's on Basement Friday. What's his name? Aaron. Yeah, we need to get. We want to get him on our weekly six o'clock segment for something like this. Or somebody in New York might pick me up and be like. That Funkadelic dude, I don't know why his name Funkadelic, but we we gonna pay we we want to put him on our, our twelve o'clock our twelve o'clock special for this. 
So, and I, I, I'm gonna take a page. I'm gonna take a page out of Fred Taylor book because I was watching. Uh, I am absolutely shout out to my boy Fred Taylor. Exposure leads to expansion. I like that. I like it. So sometimes that's how you gotta think about. It. It's like sometimes it's just the exposure that can lead to us expanding. But I'm gonna get your take on it. But people, people, the viewers, the listeners, I want y'all to take on it. How do y'all feel about unpaid internships? How do y'all feel about paid internships? Now, I'm going to have to slam dunk it and throw the alley hoop to my man, Earn. The flow is yours. Yeah, if you're listening right now on YouTube, go ahead and comment below your opinions. I want to say that exposure is a buzzword when it comes to unpaid internships, unpaid uh, uh, activities, I should say, because the exposure has to be worth it. Yeah. Because a lot of people might say, oh, the exposure, but in order to take advantage of that exposure, you have to be exposed yourself, you know? There's a difference between somebody who's just starting out and say, oh, but the exposure, you don't even have exposure yourself. Exactly. So it's like, if you're a big show, like one of the local shows here, like 95.5 or, mm-hmm. you know, 93.9 or something like mm-hmm. that, they have exposure in the area, so it would make sense. Yeah. And I just want to say that for me, I think looking at the way internships are, they're definitely beneficial uh, to college kids who just get in the door. But we also have to take into account that the average person, unless they're absolutely positively sure they want to go one direction the rest of their life, the average person changes their career like twice, three times their whole lifetime. So for us to have the uh, experience, usually internships are like, all right, we want you to be pursuing this degree, a master's degree or doctorates or even a bachelor's towards this. We want you to come from a prestigious school. We want you to have a a 3.5, 4.0 plus GPA. We want you to have all these things. You have to be linked to this person or this organization. And it's a lot of ties that kind of make people like, all right, is this even worth it? Because mm-hmm. I do want to do his career, but I'm not 100% sure. Because I knew a lot of college kids who weren't 100% sure. They did general studies. They didn't really know what they want to do. So I would say for the people who are absolutely sure, you know, internships work. They get you through the door. They help your resume. Uh get some weight on it. They help your resume uh, get some weight on it. But for people who uh, aren't really sure, it can still help your resume because it shows you've done something. You weren't just uh, sitting around. But as far as resumes being worth it, definitely um, it's it's really up to the person uh, taking a resume. I know for me, I wouldn't take unpaid. I would only look for paid resume, whether it be a stipend or whether it be uh, some kind of, uh, whether it be some kind of uh, investment or some kind of uh, form of payment. I just ask you this question, though, right? Let me ask you this question. Just because I, I know, I know you you big into like tech startups and, and, and investment and things of that nature, the finance side of it, though. Yeah. You know, I wish I had his kind of money, guys. But <laughs> bear with me. Bear with me. But. Let's say so, you know, let's say tech like tech startups, marketing, investing, things of that nature, right? Yeah. And they come to you and say, you know what, Aaron, 
we're going to send you to California. Six months. Mind you, this is like one of the best investor like banks or investor companies you know man and or like and they they working on some heavy and again you you out there and you out there in cali silicon valley all them them super nerd tech the tech guys out there joan they send you out there for literally six months unpaid how you rocking on that one i definitely know uh the hot spot out there most likely is San Fran, uh, San Francisco, which is like the tech capital world. But now a lot of people are moving to Texas because of the uh, uh, the great migration that's happening right now in the tech space. But I would not do that because that means all the cost on living on the West Coast is up to me. And the West Coast is really expensive. I know a lot of people think the East Coast is expensive and it really is. But a box over there in San Fran is like $2 million. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. And especially that, um, to, to be real, most tech companies, unless I have uh, recommendations or I have network friends in the industry, they're not looking at me because most tech uh, spaces are uh, Ivy League friendly. They really don't care what you can do as long as you come from a prestigious school. So, they're more concerned with the resume than who hold, you are. Hold, hold, hold fast, hold fast. Hold on, Miss Producer. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't told you all day. Hold uh -uh. on, Aaron. You said what? You said you gotta come from when? You gotta come. What you gotta come? What type of school to get in there? Oh, they're Ivy League friendly. Oh, let me back it up one time. On you got too much dip on your chip there, Aaron. I'm a, I'm a have the people know. Aaron talking about you gotta be from Ivy League, prestigious Yale, and, and Dartmouth, and all these places to be in tech. Do these people not know that Aaron comes from a prestigious university himself? He comes from Central High School. A prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> he comes from a prestigious high school. I'm talking about some of the greatest marketers on the planet. What is he talking about? And he talked about so you got to be prestigious that go out there recommendations. But you <laughs> all the recommendations you can get out of Central, and you gonna sit right here on the podcast <laughs> and lie to the people. This is gonna be the people's podcast, Aaron. The people's <laughs> podcast, and you gonna sit there. So Central wasn't prestigious enough for you. Look, it's not up to me. I'm not the one who's saying it's prestigious. It's up to them. I'm just saying, what, what do you define? I think that's a very prestigious institution for you. <laughs> you got a fine education, you know what I mean? You got a very fine education at Central. I'm just saying, hold on for a second. I'm like, Mr. <laughs> Producer, can you talk to him? Can you talk to Is this what I get paid to do? Is this what I get? Is this what I get? Come on, Mr. Producer, you get did this man. I should walk off this show. This man just, this man is going to turn, he is going to. We just had a throwback episode not too long ago at the prestigious Central High School. <laughs> and now he's going to sit there and talk about so he ain't come up for Mr. Producer. Mr. Hey, look, Central was 50% of HBCU. Thank you. Like 50%, like half of it. <laughs> Thank you. We, we, first of all, and you come from a prestigious city known as Washington, D.C. Right. 
You moved to a prestigious neighborhood like C Plus. You went to a prestigious university. You not not you. You went to a prestigious. You went to a prestigious institution like Central High School. And what are you talking about right here, right now, on the show? I'm talking the truth. That that's that's how the tech industry works. That's how Silicon Valley venture capital. That's how it works. If you know somebody, you can get involved. But if you don't know anybody, you try and get your foot in the door. You have to come from a prestigious school. Hold on, Mr. Producer. I got this one. Hold on, Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer, I got him. Tech companies, investors, marketers, and all these good people that come from these prestigious places that Aaron just imagine talk about. Listen. Look at that face. Look at that face. No, no, don't look at me. Look at that face. Do that face look prestigious? That face looks prestigious to me. That face right there is prestigious. And you're going to sit right here. He's going to sit right here on this show. I know this about like 12, 13 years. And he's going to talk about he didn't come from prestigious. What the young people say, Aaron? You're capping. <laughs> you are capping. <laughs> now nah, you got to be capping gallonin. That's what you got to be to get in there. You say the what? You got to be cap and gallonin. Did you not get a cap and gallonin? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did not get a cap. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> did you not get a cap and You got a cap and gallon just like I got a cap and gallon. Okay, I went to the prestigious Central High School with you. Now, I'm not in the tech marketing business. I, that's not my field of work here. But for a prestigious brother like yourself, whoo, I need a bottle of water, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Whoo-wee. Gonna disrespect the great Central like that. Earl, you all be ashamed of you. I'm gonna tell your mom. <laughs> well, first of all, why is this getting put on me? Like, I'm the one who make the rules. I don't make the rules. You, you, you don't make the rules. You don't make the rules, Aaron, but you set the tone, the standard. The standard is central. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, all, all, I, all I could do is put my best foot forward, you know, uh, network, meet some people, get out there. That's 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 how I'm doing it. Tech companies. I'm not we're not gonna spend too much more on the topic. Tech companies, look at me one more time. Look at me, look at me. Get a look at that face. Get a look at that face. When you see that brother walk through any door, you need to hold the door for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. They're gonna be like, wait, is that is that her right there? Let me get the door for you, sir. <laughs> Look at that face right here. That man, that man, that man came with such a prestige. He could go, he could go in that joint with a white collar polo shirt and stone washed jeans, and it's just that prestige. <laughs> what can I do for you? Exactly. They should be they at his dope. They coming to him. He told me he was all to be ashamed of yourself. All to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, and what we got for people? Hey, look, all I can say is we can change the narrative, and we can change the narrative by Black Tech. 
we already changing the narrative. We change, we setting the tone and the standard for everything we do. You don't need I to come get... from a prestigious school. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You don't need to come from prestigious. Nah, nah. You don't need to you come don't. from a prestigious school. You don't need. To... First of all, when you are prestigious, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the words out of Furious Style, aka Lawrence Fishburne, and Boys in the Hood. We need to keep everything black, black owned. We're black money. <laughs> We're black money. So, at the end of the day, all that foolishness my man Earl talking about, San Fran, you got to know people. Man, all that. Listen, like I, I preach it, everything I do, because I stand by it, like, like my man Denzel in, in, in American Gangster. I stand by it, I guarantee it. At the end of the day, we create our own lanes to where people come to us. That's one thing black people, and y'all can put in the comments whether y'all agree with me or not. One thing about it, black people, we gotta start making people come to us. We keep going to, with the handout, like, sir, can I go work for you? Nah, what could you do for me? You know what I mean? We need to put ourselves in that position, that power, as bosses around here. Learn the skill. That's that's so important. Learn the skill. Please learn the skill. Please, please learn, please learn the skill so you can pay those bills. That and not, I, I'm gonna make this real quick. I'm gonna make this real quick. Guys, the difference between uh paycheck to paycheck and getting the big money is learning the skill. That's it. That's the answer. Learn the skill. Facts. Talk to him. Wow. <laughs> well. Wow. Well. Well. So while we while we might not be in Silicon Valley, we might be in Texas. And what we're going to do is move on to our next topic, right? And we're going to talk about states lifting the mass mandates. Right. So we have Texas, we have Montana. Let me check. We have a whole bunch of different states. I believe we also have Mississippi, North Dakota, Iowa. And by the time you see this episode, a couple more might join them. So this has caused a big uproar everywhere. All 50 states, including Puerto Rico, including Guam, <laughs> including <laughs> the territories. So I, I just want to I would just, I just want to get your opinion on what you think about this situation because I know you made a video. Uh go go ahead and tell the people about your video that you made on Instagram. Oh I was, oh, I was gonna I was gonna point that out anyway. Now before I open the floor to say what I gotta say, um you guys can check out my Instagram at Fungadella Jones. Um I made a real basically screenshot the the tweet that the governor of Texas said when he was just like we're opening everything 100 percent no mask right First of all, I call I called them out on it because they know what Fongadelli gonna call you out on. I don't give a damn what your position of power is. I'm gonna call you out. Now I had a couple of people in the comments saying I I, I seen some mixed comments about it on uh, on IG. I seen some people say, "Oh, Texas never really shut down in the first place." Some people said, "I wish uh, my state opened up like this." So I'm seeing like I'm seeing multi. I'm seeing different things. Different strokes for different folks. I'm gonna just leave it right there. Now, and I'm open, and I'm open discussion for 
everybody, you know, for everybody else that's listening at home that's watching us right now, I'm going to open it up. How do y'all feel about, like, Texas and any other state that's saying, okay, you don't got to wear masks no more? Now, how do I feel about it personally? This is the problem with America now. I'm going to start right there. This is the problem with America right now. I had this conversation at the job, and this and this basically breaks down what exactly I was saying at the job. When when we talk about stuff like COVID, when we start talking about like we don't get too heavy into politics, but this is why like this is why America we 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 struggle as a country because one we're not unified. That's number one. When you go to these other countries, third world countries, when you go to other countries, they listen to one person. One person, right? When you come to America, the United States, there's one person in charge, but there's 50 other people that counter everything they say. Because I don't know if y'all remember, well, I don't know how everybody else states work, how everybody else states went, but I know like right here in Maryland, right? I remember when the governor, so like, let's say, let's say, okay, let's say like Agent Orange, we're going to call, we're going to refer him as Agent Orange. When he started lifting, saying, okay, certain, you know, like places, like the country can start opening up. Here you had Maryland's governor, Hogan, saying, nah. So now you got the governor going against the president's word, saying, nah, you can say the world opening up. My state, we won't stay closed. So here's a perfect example. Here's here's another example. So now you have with Larry Hogan's like, all right, now we're going to phase one. Now you got the county execs underneath him saying, that's fine. Everybody else can open. Montgomery County and PG, you better keep your asses. You better keep your asses on what you're doing now because we ain't opening for nobody. So what this is basically saying too, this is basically saying, we're not unified. So you basically got other states basically saying, we gonna do what the hell we want to do. And for the first of all, in the governor of Texas, listen to me, boss. Listen to me. Listen to old Funk with Because first of all, I may not have no future in politics, but I got I got a few I got a future of pissing a few people off. Hey, Texas, I, I know I know y'all see our team over there still holding on the deck. Let them go. <laughs> okay, let them go. <laughs> but governor, listen to me, boss. It's too soon. It is too soon to, to, to lift the no. If you want to open 75%, I wouldn't agree with it. But at the end of the day, that's your call. But to lift, to not wear the mask, brother, we, it is too soon. Okay? It is too damn soon. Trust me, do you think I like wearing a mask? Hell no. But at the end of the day, if wearing a mask makes other people comfortable around me, that I will put on a mask and go to work. I will put on a mask and go to the stove. First of all, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can, I can only imagine flying flying out to Texas. I'm like, let's we going to Houston. You going out there? You going from you going from a place like Maryland where everybody's still masked up conservative, and then you go to Texas where everybody just walks. Hey, what's good, bro? No mask going on. And you should be looking like, do I dab them up? Do I do I elbow them? Like. What the hell do I do here? Because everybody is just like this is normal. Like you, like so it's it's that's an adjustment for, like that's an adjustment for some people to make. You know, 
And then like you got the state where you said every you said nobody gotta wear masks, but you got half your state is still wearing masks, and half your other state is still is, is uh is not wearing masks. And before I who to my man earned, I had this, also had this conversation at the job as well, where the day that Maryland said, okay, you don't have to wear masks no more, and then you got the and then I'm at the, me being a security guard at my job, I'm standing at the door, you don't have to wear a mask no more. I'm seeing people walking up with masks and not with masks. And you got people sitting in the lobby looking all uncomfortable like, he doesn't have a mask on. It's nothing I can do. We don't have to, if we don't have to wear masks no more, you, everybody, you're on your own at this point. So like, that's basically what the governor of Texas is saying. Like, you're on your own at this point. But brother Aaron, I'm out of view. You go and take the flow, my brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what's going to happen. Uh, the purpose of them removing the mask, they were like, okay, we see cases going down and we want the economy to kind of open back up. We want to bring uh, the entertainment economy back up, uh, sports, events, restaurants, uh, or all the leisure activities. They want to open back up. So they're making a requirement to uh, not have to wear a mask, where it's no longer mandatory. Now, you have uh, stores like Target nationwide who said, all right, doesn't matter what the state says, you still got to wear a mask in my store. And you have other states, uh, other companies who are following suit. So it's really interesting to see what's going to happen right now, because it's like some, uh, some don't go in effect to late March, April. Uh, mm -hmm. Some don't go in effect to uh, May. So to see what happened as far as the numbers and the cases and things like that, uh, I think it will be interested to see what will spike, what will stay the same, if it really makes any difference. Uh, but for me, um, I'm really interested to see because for me, uh, the only time I really wear a mask is when I go to the store. I mean, that's because I have to. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't wear a mask. Uh, like a lot of places, you know, like as soon as I leave the store, I take the mask off. I don't even wear the mask until I'm at the door. You know, I've had people stop me and say, hey, what about your mask? And, you know, I, I'm not going to start a problem. I'm not that type of guy that, screw me, screw you. I, I don't feel like wearing the mask. Like, I, I just don't understand why people... Bro, I just want my food. <laughs> like, I, I just want to shop, you know? If a guy put a mask in my face, guess what? I put a mask in my face. You know, doesn't mean I'm going to suffocate myself. You know, I, I definitely make adjustments to my mask. But as far as, like, not having to make a uh, wear a mask, for me, uh, controversial, I think it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. I, think it's, I think it's pretty exciting. Because before you before you continue, uh huh. Why exactly do you think it's entertaining? I think it's don't skip over that question and think you no. You gonna explain why you think it's gonna be entertaining? I think it's entertaining because we're looking at uh people who vouch for the mass and people who don't vouch for the mass. So when it's no longer mandatory, we're going to see like some confrontations on the all time high in America. So I just think, you know, with that going on, social media is going to be active. Uh, people going to make videos about it. it. It's going to get really active over the next couple of weeks. So that's why it's 
going to be entertaining. Let, let me stop you right. Let me stop you right there, because I got a question. I, and this is why. And you made a you made up a point, and it brings me back to my point. And America, I need y'all to help me understand. I just I just preach that we not divided. I mean, I mean, we not uh, unified. My man Aaron just brought up a point about Target, where he said Target's nationwide are basically saying, "I don't give a damn what the rules are. You still got to wear masks." So hold on for a second. And viewers, I need y'all to help me understand. Y'all need y'all to answer this question for me as well. How is it that your governor is saying the whole state is open? Open, no mask. But then you still got local businesses like Target saying, that's what he think? They tell him, they, they send a memo to every Target in the area. Everybody's still required to wear a mask in the store. So now you now you got now you're gonna bring confrontation because now you got people saying, well, we don't have to wear masks no more. You don't have to wear masks outside. But in here, you gotta wear a mask. And if you don't want to wear a mask, you ain't getting no business today. Now, how is it like how how Aaron, and I wanna ask you, how can how can you say and you name business like Target, how can Target how can Target mandate that rule? Like, how, how do you think that's gonna go with people like with people like if Target saying, "Oh, we we still want everybody to wear masks," but you got the head honcho of your state basically saying you're good. Like, how do you think that's gonna sit well for a business like Target or any other business who 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 mandate that people still need to wear masks? With Target being a nationwide company and not limited to one state, they can make rules for every single state they're in. So mm -hmm. one, one Target might say, okay, we could do this. Another Target might say, okay, we could do that. So in a sense, when you have a company, they're able to set their rules despite what governors say, because the companies do not answer to the governor in certain ways, especially when it comes to uh, pandemics and things like that. When it comes to the safety of uh, customers, they get to determine how to go about that. So despite what a governor says, at the end of the day, Target is the law. You know, you want to come in our facility, whether it's a public company or a private company, we make the rules. It, it's sort of like your house, you know. Someone might do something in Texas or like somebody might do something in California and just because it works in California doesn't mean it works here, right? Just because you had this type of lifestyle here, when you come in my house, it's my rules. So that's basically it at the end of the day, my house, my rules. I personally feel, and, and Tar, like, like he said, Target, you're free to do whatever the hell you want to. It's your business. Feel free. I just personally think for from a business standpoint, from any business standpoint who, like, like a state like Texas and Mississippi, who basically saying, we're good, we're opening our whole states up. And then you got local businesses in the area saying, no, you still got to wear a mask. I personally believe, and, and viewers don't, don't quote me for saying this, but, but you're going to have a lot of problems. That you're going to, you're going to have, you're going to run into a lot of problems at businesses because you got, you got, 
the sign on the door is still saying, please wear a mask. You still got security at the door saying you need a mask. And you got these people now trying to shove you. They trying to shove you away because you you got to listen to, you're listening to two different people. Not everybody, not everybody listens to a company, but they'll listen to the government. Just like not everybody will listen to the pre- not everybody will listen to the governor, but they'll listen to the president. So, and it's just like I had to break down the job. I was like, who word, who, who, who word really matters more? Target or the governor? The governor or the president? Because uh, let's be real, like, like Sleepy Joe can come up with a million different rules, but you got a state like Texas basically, and even Joe Biden called out the, the governor of Texas, you know what I mean? Basically, why you open why you open the whole country? And the governor can look at him and just be like, because I can. <laughs> it's my state. You know, man, I could I could do I could do whatever I want. Like you could you could look at you could look at the US as like as like a a, a bit like a, like a pyramid business, right? At the end of the day, president sits at the top, the next line governors, next line like county execs, and then underneath it's just regular people. So it's kind of like, okay. We gotta listen to the county exec, the county's gotta listen to the governor, the governor gotta listen to the president. But it's kind of like how you sit at the at the mountaintop as a president, you you ordering out rules, and all 50 of your governors are basically like, nah, boss, we're gonna do what we wanna do. Like what power as a what power as a president do you really have if you basically say, no, everybody still gotta wear a mask for hundred days or whatever, and then you got a governor like Texas, you gotta do like Texas, like. Man, we open. Right, I mean, you got to look at Florida. Now. Florida been doing this thing the whole time. Florida's just on a whole nother level. <laughs> ex- ex- exactly. Like, I need I need somebody. I, I'm, I'm opening the Florida questions because I just want to know. I just want to know, like, how in the hell, like, how do people process this? If your president's saying one thing, but your governor's saying something different, or if your governor's breaking out rules, then your county execs is like, I don't get what the governor say. We gonna do this. Like, we're not unified. We're like, you're. We're not unified here. One rule. Let's all vote on it and let's keep it moving. I say it like this, and viewers, y'all can y'all can agree with me or not. If we gonna come, if we gonna vote any rules. How about y'all, since we vote on everything else, like we vote on bills, we vote on uh, we vote on all these different uh, these different laws, how about y'all take a vote? All in favor of not wearing a mask and all in favor who are wearing a mask. And then y'all will come up with the grand decision of, okay, we're not going to wear masks no more because they lost the vote. Simple. Not just everybody's going off doing what they want to do. And then, and then, the, then the, the numbers look all crazy. Like, oh, like, oh, oh, the CDC, the the COVID cases keep going up. Just like they say, show me the car facts. Show me the damn numbers. You keep saying they're going up. Show me the numbers. I I just I I want to say this, right? I want to say uh, that with taxes opening up. And then a lot of other states opening up. I think they want to celebrate the one-year anniversary of three year, three uh, weeks to slow the curve, because we were supposed to slow the curve apparently for three weeks, and we're on one year. So, with one year going on, it's the numbers have been inconsistent, 
you know, when you look at them, because you you look at certain events, you know, that they didn't want people to celebrate or happen. And those events, the numbers went up. And when it comes to other events, like people celebrating uh, Biden in the streets, or you had sporting events when teams won their uh, prestigious like Super Bowl during the Super Bowl, during uh, other sporting events when crowds were out in the streets, there were nothing about numbers. So if we were to be consistent uh, with, with our story, if we were to be consistent with our story, when you have a gathering of people, at any point in time, numbers are supposed to rise somehow, some way. But apparently, you know, it, it doesn't. So when it comes to people taking off their masks, I know when it comes to our state, uh, you have every single place you go into, you have to wear a mask. Uh, we're not at a place to where you have to wear a mask outside, you know? I think at that point you're infringing because I do know people who wear masks everywhere they go. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But for me, you know, the, the debacle about taxes is interesting because the president says one thing and the gov governor says one thing and in and a, and a, uh, a store, a nationwide store says another thing. A lot of people just like look exactly. back. It's like, who, it's like who, now do, who do we listen to? So my thing is at the end of the day, just carry one just in case, because you never know what store you're going into. So if the, you know the store you're going to says, hey, you have to wear a mask, you know, wear the mask. If the store you go into says you don't have to, then you don't have to wear a mask. It's it's really simple process. But Aaron, see, you do you throw you throw around the word simple too loosely because when you and when you just if you left the law and saying you don't have to wear a mask. And then you got a store saying you have to wear a mask. You're going to run into a lot of people that's not going to take that lightly. You have a lot of people at the door making an uproar because they like, we don't have to wear masks no more. We don't got to I, I, I'm going to come in because we don't got to wear masks. No, you got to wear masks here. That's ridiculous. I'm but that's already here. happening. That's all, yeah, That's been happening since last year. So it's nothing new. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you can't, you can't. And, and that goes back to who do, like, Guys, I need y'all to help me answer that question. Who do we really listen to here? The governors, the president, the county execs, the local businesses, who do you answer to? Because now like everybody's not on the same page. Like how, how can one person enforce masks, the other one not enforcing masks? You got business enforcing masks. This county, like, so basically, like that's like basically saying, if I leave PG County where I'm from, where mask is where mask is enforced, but if I drive to uh, uh, Charles County, they wear masks. By the way, down there too. Um, but or, or like Baltimore County somewhere. But oh, you don't gotta wear masks in Baltimore County or Howard County. And I'm going and, and I'm driving up to Howard County, and yet all the businesses in Howard County, they're like, "Hey, bro, you got still? Hey, bro, you got masks? Come in." I'm like, "No, no, y'all don't. This this county don't wear no masks." Yeah, but our rules still got to wear masks. Now, to me, that would be like, hold on for a second. So y'all county can't, can't y'all don't have to wear masks, but your, but businesses are still saying we got to wear masks to come in here. Now, I'm with you, I agree with what you said earlier when you said I'm not a difficult person, but if I was an average person, I would just be looking like, 
that don't make sense because how's the whole country open? How's the whole like how's the whole country? How's the whole state open? And I still gotta wear a mask just to come in here when you got a governor who's just saying I don't have to wear a mask, but you're telling me I still gotta wear a mask. Like I, would, I know the people at the door will be like, oh, they be like but as far as, you know, people being an uproar, that's that's already happened. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that, the reason why I say simple, because just carry a mask with you. You know, if you go in a store, right, the average person is like, all right, if I have to wear a mask, I wear a mask. If I don't wear a mask, I don't wear a mask. But the average person wearing a mask everywhere they go. So it wouldn't make a difference. But, but. for but for somebody who doesn't really care to wear a mask, they're like, okay, I walk in the store with a mask on, you have your mask on. If you walk in the store where you don't have to wear a mask and that you, ju you just wear your mask. The reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, the average person is wearing a mask everywhere they go. So they won't have to think too hard about it. I, I feel you. I, I feel you what you're saying, but I just know, like I said, you said it's already, up, it's already up rules. I just feel like once they once they that that policy of you don't gotta wear a mask coming to I, I feel like a lot of people gonna throw their masks away. A lot of people like, well shit, I don't need no mask no more. And I know like like me, I'm the type of person that yeah, if they if they do lift that joint, but other businesses saying, oh, we need to I would keep my mask in my back pocket because some businesses may be loose and be like, I I mean, we want you to wear a mask, but because they say you don't have to. We're not gonna make a big deal about it, but you're gonna have some. You're gonna have some business who gonna be like, "Whoa, you need a mask to come in here." You like, no, I don't need a mask, but like, I'm like, I'm like "Shoot, I got a mask in the car." Hey, I'm, I'm running back to my car right quick. I'm not gonna make it difficult, but you're gonna have them people that like, soon as they say no mask, some people gonna get. And I tell you, a lot of people gonna probably throw their mask away because they're gonna be like, "If I don't need it," you know what I mean? Like the average person, like, I don't need this mask no more. What do I like? What the hell is the point of me? What's, what's the point of me carrying it if I don't need it no more? They, they're gonna be short talking about some damn bro. I need a man. like they're gonna be in that job. Who is I ain't gonna lie, it's gonna be funny as hell to see somebody steaming because they can't go in the store without a mask. I already see it now. That's, that'd be hilarious. But I can only imagine from a standpoint of the state, a state being open like Texas. And then you got a local business like Walmart or Target or Starbucks or just a local uh, mom and pop shop food spot basically saying you need a mask to come in here. It's like, what? But you know, most stores have them on the, uh, on the front. On the door, yeah. So that's why, like, it won't be you walk in and you try to find out who has a mask and who doesn't have some mask. You mm -hmm. know, they tell you online. They say, all right, we have masks. This store doesn't have masks. So if you have your mask on you, you could say, all right, I could walk in the store without a mask and I could walk in the store without a mask. But I feel like the problem is we have the people who've been doing what they do anyway, and we shouldn't think too deep into it. Like this person said this, this person said that, this person said that. It doesn't require deep thinking. It's just like, keep your mask on you. If you walk in the store, Without a mask, when these people have these laws that say it's not mandatory anymore, and they say, hey, you have to wear a mask, then you take the mask out your pocket, put it on, go about shopping, do your thing. Or if you walk in the store and they say, okay, 
the governor lifted a mask mandate, so you don't have to wear a mask. Hey, at least you could walk in the store without having to wear a mask. I just mm-hmm. think with this, the only thing that's going to happen with people having an uproar, having problems, it's just going to continue. It's already happening. It's not something new. It's already happening. So that's going to happen, but that's only a small fraction of people. It's not the overall amount of citizens in the United States. So the overall United States still wear a mask everywhere they go. So it's not really going to affect the majority. The only people who have a problem are those small, small circle of people who are like, well, my state says this, my governor says this, and those are isolated incidents. Those are not major incidents. Those are isolated incidents. And either they get thrown out the store or they end up putting a mask on. So besides that, you know, you have Texas and you have all these other states who are like, all right, you wear your mask, you don't wear your mask. You know, what you can do is research. So you can, before you take your shopping center, before you go shopping, before you go anywhere, look up the place. Do they require a mask? Yes, no. Okay. And act accordingly. Mm. I like to see, guys, I like how Aaron making this sound so simple. I like how he's making it sound so simple because you got you got you got a state that's bigger like Texas, but then you run into places like Maine and Vermont, real small states, probably got one target in the area for the next it's, it's it take about 30 minutes to get there. You know, and they, they don't got they don't got that big of a population. So I can only imagine when they say, okay, the mask thing is lifted here, but you got but you got half of their, their state still wearing masks. And with them being a smaller state, that's a lot of people still wearing masks. So when you got a target basically saying you have a mask to come in here, you again you got half and you can only imagine like half of the state, like, well, we ain't gotta wear masks no more. And then you got a, a whole nother half. And again, a state like Vermont and Maine, they got like what three, what thousand people, like not even three, like five thousand people. They have a little small country, a small little town. So I can only imagine like a town, a place like Maine and a place like Vermont's lifting the mask, as small as their damn horseback towns are, or their little snowy mountain cities are, and even places like now well, not Montana, but not yet, not Montana, but places like Connecticut and all them different places, you can be like, damn, this is like, ah, they're like. Most and most because most of their business are so close, they're like, Hey, uh, y'all let people wear masks in there. <laughs> you 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 let people wear masks versus you going to like California, New York City, where the local target that joint might be packed all the time because again, it's California or it's New York City or it's Texas or it's Florida, you know, and they they got bigger traffic, so it's gonna be like it's gonna be a lot of people in that jump though. But I don't I th- know, I think we have to be careful. Like not to cut you off, but I think we have to be careful not to focus on the macro and not to create straw men. Because if you live in Texas and you don't travel a lot and you stay in Texas, you don't have to worry about Vermont. You don't have to worry about California. You have to yeah. worry about Texas. So yeah. when, when it comes to the macro, if you don't shop at Target a lot, you don't have to worry about what Target's doing. If you shop at Target a lot, then you have to worry about what Target is doing. So we want to focus on what's in front of us, not about everywhere else, like us in Maryland, right? Texas doing a thing, uh, uh, 
uh, where was it? Florida, they on a whole nother level. And we have Mississippi opening up, but we have Maryland, right? Which is in front of us. And we might go to DC, we might go to Virginia, where we get secondhand information about how their uh, city, since DC is not a state, and Virginia, which is a state, how they operate. And we can say, all right, these are our neighbors and we're at close quarters. So we know how they operate. Whereas California, you know, we don't want to get confused about what California is doing because we don't live there. Exactly. Or, or, or what uh, Alabama is doing because we don't live there. Where we live in Maryland, where it's like, okay, we understand Maryland laws. So why they acting crazy in Texas? And why we they acting? Stick, we're going to stick to Maryland laws because that don't got nothing to do with us down there. Exactly. At, so at the end of the day, you know, they doing their things. We don't want to focus on the macro. We, we don't want to focus on the macro. We want to focus on what's front of us. Only Maryland laws. So they might get confused. If you Texas, you confused. Hey, you got to talk that out with your governor. But Maryland, Governor Hogan made it straight. Wear your mask. Right. Do this. And we like, all right, cool. Straight, simple, straight to the point. You get, you still get them, you still get them assholes that don't try. But I'm like, I, like I said, as much as I don't want to wear a mask, I still want I still wear mine anyway, because at the end of the day, that's how I make my money. That's how I get into the store. That's how I got like basically this is the way of the world right now. You know, man. So as much freedom as Texas is like they got down there, I gotta focus on my bubble. Yeah. Our bubble up here. Yeah. And that's Merlin. You know what I'm saying? And that, like, that's, hey, that's that's what we're saying. Just focus on our bubble. Yeah, we gotta focus on it. Now, you know it's really gonna get crazy though. What? I know they say in the states that like I get that Texas. Oh, can you imagine when the, the airports say you don't gotta wear a mask no more? And look, <laughs> look. Oh man, that's gonna be a whole different beast right there. And they're like, oh y'all good right here. I'm like, yeah, on the plane. But you know, like the plane be having some like it be some sick people on the plane. Boy, I tell you. The, the reason why I say it was entertaining, uh, it's going to be uh, exciting, is because we're going to see uh, a clash of two different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see people who mask 100%, you know, we're never going back to normal, always wearing the mask. They got the face shields. They got the, they got the, uh, with hazmat suits on and all that. And we have people being like, man, if they say I ain't got to wear a mask, I ain't going to wear a mask. So you yeah. got people who say, oh, you don't care. You're this, that, and the third. And people be like, shut up. I can't believe you believe this, that, and the third. And it's just going to be a whole back and forth. It's going to be a WWE match. <laughs> it, 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 that, that from that aspect, oh, it's going to be entertaining trying to see people. Like, you don't care. You don't take. Like, we already, already got to deal, already deal with that now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because you're not wearing your mask outside, yeah. maybe that don't like, like, you oh put your mask on, put your mask on. I'm like, dog, like I did it, I did it all last year, and I'ma do it again. If I'm gonna be outside in the heat, you really think I'm gonna wear a mask all day in the heat? Yeah. Hell to the no. I'm not passing out on nobody watch. Like you walk past me, okay, cool. I gotta take a breather right quick. I gotta be, I just yeah. You want me to wear a mask covering my nose and all that stuff? I can't breathe in here. Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, us. Like, you only have to wear a mask when you go in a store. But, like, you leave the store, you you don't have to wear a mask. 
I think the real uprising and the real issues are when states are like, all right, you got to wear a mask everywhere you go, even when you're outside and it's mandatory. I'm like, okay, hold up. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be different. That's gonna be nah, nah. That that is not gonna sit well with a lot of people. Imagine being on a basketball court wearing a mask. I'm like, bro, we're outside. Well, you're gonna pass all the mugs. You're gonna be passing all like crazy trying to play basketball with a damn mask on. Yeah, I can only I can only imagine them uh, in the NBA wearing a mask running up and down the court. I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah, I. So basically, at the end of the day, uh, other states open up the mask. I'm sure some states might follow, you know, and Florida just, <laughs> I, you know, that's, shout that's out, Florida. Shout out to Florida, boy. Shout, shout out, out to Florida, Florida, man. They did not care for the longest. Shout out to Florida, boy. It's Florida, they just, throughout the whole pandemic, they just like. Right. They said, <laughs> we're going to do, do what we do down here, baby. We, Man, that the the rest of the forty nine states they're following some kind of rule. Florida, like, you mean we got follow rules? Rules, mask, right? Mask. Look, look at Miss Medusa. They said mask. Miami Beach. Nah, but I'm 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 gonna end it like this. I'm, I'm gonna end it like this. Uh, whether you uh wear a mask or whether you don't wear a mask. I just want to look at the fact that, you know, our uh, president, well, not my president, I didn't vote for him, uh, Biden, you know, when it comes to migrants coming from the South, when we're supposed to be social distancing, opening the borders, that that doesn't make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think if we were to social distance and we weren't to uh, get herd immunity and get the levels down, we should keep people out like Europe is doing and how other countries are doing. You know, I already said it once on this show, I'm gonna say it again. Oh, Sleepy Joe, you still have yet to respond to old Fongadelli Jones. I wanna know how you gonna handle this Texas situation. Now granted, I don't live in Texas, you know. I heard every, uh, you know, it's the stars of uh, the stars at night are big and bright in Texas. I get it. Everything you think is Texas. All, these, all these big cliches about Texas. Okay, you know. Shout out to Texas, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Megan Thee Stallion, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, Houston, the Houston Rockets. Everybody down in Texas, but Joe. Brother Joe, I just want to know, what are you going to do about this Texas situation? Old Brother Aaron just said about the people, you, we should be letting, we should be letting people, we shouldn't be letting people in, not right now, you know, until you, until you decide to fix the pandemic, I think you, you should leave people out. And again, the United States is, is the land of opportunity, hundred percent. But right now we not in we not a land of opportunity right now. Right now we got to we got to keep it minimum as possible. And then Joe, you still haven't responded to my 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 offer yet, Joe. I'm still waiting for you. Oh, Funkadelic ain't got nothing but time. Okay, nothing but time. 
And as far, <laughs> as far as the governor of Texas, brother, you got a lot of bones. You got a lot of guts to open up your state. Now, Greenwich is your state's your call, my brother. But let it let 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 the let the dust settle by saying this. I'm gonna let it settle by saying this to the people of Texas, to all our viewers in Texas. I love y'all, but we don't have that much freedom as you guys do down there, or are y'all assumed about to get. We would like to get that freedom sometime in day. So if you don't, if you do us a solid favor, you guys just stay in Texas for a while. We gonna stay over here for a while. I think we and we all will be just fine. Definitely, right there. <laughs> definitely, and once we get an update, I know we'll definitely uh circle the back around to the updates. But unless you got any final words for the people, we're gonna head up out here. Yeah, I would love to come to Texas, just not right now. <laughs> I always want to go to Texas. I always want. I always want to go to Houston. I, I I I can't I can't go to Houston where y'all have freedom, and then I, I come back to a lockdown state like Maryland. They're gonna put my they're gonna put my ass in a box for at least a month. And all due respect, I can't afford to miss money for a month. I'm just saying. I can't. Been in Houston, but not Dallas. I wanna go to Dallas too. I wanna go to Dallas. I wanna go to Fort Worth. I wanna go to all these different places. But I'm just saying, I can't go to Texas, go down there and have fun with y'all, and then I come back to lockdown. Oh, you coming from where? Put that nigga in a bubble for a month. I'm like, God right. damn it. I got to miss work for a month. Got to get shit stuck up my nose. I don't want to deal with that. Nah, y'all can have that. Y'all can also have that. Ain't no swallows, man. Y'all can so, have that. So Texas, I'll see y'all soon. Just not right now. But I ain't got no other, no, I got no other words here. The old funky one. It's your boy Aaron from the city. And we're heading off in the sunset. Yeehaw. We'll see you next week on our adventure with our saddles. Old Funkadelic Jones, Aaron Fonacetti, and we are out of here. Peace. Come on, Peace. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs>